My mum and my sister went back in after a while, but I stayed out there. The flashes were getting brighter and becoming clearer. Still not clear, but clearer. It was just me and God out there. As every flash came, I thought it was the biggest and the brightest yet. But I felt like God was saying, hang on, just wait, stay. I'm really not finished yet. You know, I have more. So every time a bigger and a brighter flash came. A song came to mind. It was by Pat Barrett. And I started singing The Bridge. And the lyrics God put in my head were, I know nothing has been wasted, no failure or mistake. You're the artist and the potter. I'm the canvas and the clay. And through this experience, I got a strong sense that God was encouraging me to wait and hold on to his promises, not to lose hope. And just like the storm, a promise that he has bigger and better things in store for me than I can currently see. And just like the song lyrics, he's the artist sculpting the way. I can trust him. We can trust in him. And therefore, the name I resonate most with right now when I think of Jesus is Shepherd. <laughs> because... I feel like, you know, he guides us through the way that he's already made. So I'm going to clash this. I don't know whether just, this is allowed, but I'm saying Waymaker and Shepherd. Yeah. There we go. Can we have a big cheer for Betty? <laughs> Woo! That was, oh, thank you. I think yeah, we thank you. I don't really want to follow that because she did an incredible job there. Um, so... Welcome to our youth service. It, the youth have done such a great job um, at yeah, putting this all together. So I'm just going to pray now before I um, speak quickly. Father God, I thank you so much um, for today. And would you just use my words to bring glory to your name? Amen. Okay, so a quick exercise to get everyone's minds engaged. I'd like everyone to write down. So you should have a strip of paper and or something that you can write down on if you haven't used your phones and I would like you in one minute I've got to get my timer out to write down as many names as you can think of to describe God okay now whoa 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 cheats um it could be messiah lamb prince of peace it could be father it could be whatever you would like okay or it could be something that resonates with you personally Okay, so, and there's a few double-deckers up for grabs. So, you, you want to, um, okay, now I have to, oh, do you know what? I'll do roughly a minute. <laughs> roughly a minute. Okay. Yes, please. Thank you. On your marks, get set, go. And kids, I want you to do this too. See a few people cheating? No. <laughs> oh. Three, two, one. Okay, pens down. 
Okay, can I get a hands up of those who have got... In fact, stand up. Everyone stand up. Oh, hands up, hands up, hands up. Okay, uh, put your hands down if you've got... Oh, no, hang on. I haven't thought this one through. <laughs> right, hang on. Who's got 10 or more? Okay, 20 or more. Has anyone got any hands left? Oh, this is really backfired. 50? 16? 17? Essie, well done. <laughs> Betty, can you run and give that to Essie? Who had a uh, 16? Go on, 15? 15? Nah. 14? Oh, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'll knock somebody out for Esther, please. Okay, so, um, okay. So, can I have a few people shout out some names for God? And kids, I want your answers too. Yeah, go. Lord, lovely. Yeah, Henry. Super. I love that one. Any more? Just shout them out. Comforter. Counselor. King. Father. Saviour. Abba. Friend. Trinity. Love that one. Three in one. Shepherd. Messiah. The promise keeper. Love that. Oh my goodness, a super friend. Right, that's brilliant. Thank you, guys. Okay, so in the Bible, there are 950 names and titles for God. Now, many of these are descriptive in nature, such as he that lives forever or the lifter up of my head. But the fact remains, there are 950 names or descriptions for God given in the Bible to signify the sheer greatness of our three-in-one God. And when you stop to think about someone that you love, your mum, your dad, your spouse, your friend. Can you think of 950 ways, without repeats, to describe them? Probably not. I certainly can't. So if you hadn't guessed... Sorry, Matt. So, so if you hadn't guessed, our youth service, and we did have a nice little presentation, but it didn't work. But our youth service is all about names. Um, and names are important, right? If didn't have names, it'd be quite rude. Oi, you, over there, it wouldn't really work. Uh, and the exercise we just did really reveals one simple thing. God lives beyond each of those names that we just wrote down. The Spirit inspires so many names because the reality of God is that he is too great, too incredible, too magnificent and big to be contained in just one name. We have these names given... Uh, to God, that we give to God in our human language. And they're great because they help us identify his many characteristics. And yet as God, he transcends human language. So my first point today is that God has many names that tell us something of who he is. Thank you, Elena. Okay, so God's names are so many because he has so many different qualities and characteristics. I could go on and on about the names of God. And with 950, we could be here for a while. But these names are not just simply labels, but they're true reflections of who God is and what he promises to be for us. And on ground level, the many names of God are like anchors to our souls, aren't they? They're names that give us hope. They're names that remind us of certain characteristics of God as and when we need them. So how many of us have been comforted through, by his name, the Good Shepherd? 
How many of us, when we have felt despair, have been recharged from the one who is our blessed hope? Or how many, I wonder, have been supported through persecution with their eyes fixed on the suffering servant? Or how many times uh, have our eyes been lifted from our situations by the sovereign one? How many, fear, how many times have fears that we have fallen away been quieted by considering the author and perfecter of our faith? How many storms, thanks Betty, has this Prince of Peace calmed? How many regrets and dead hopes move at his name, the beginning? The single woman or widow can cling to the bridegroom. The unloved child can grip to the one who loves us. The mother who visits the grave of her child can cling to the resurrection and the life. And the pastor tempted with envy to the head of the church. The woman or man dissatisfied with living to the bread of life. And the one feeling all alone in the world to the great friend. Thank you, Elena. Each name of God provides a different angle, a different snapshot of what we can't yet see face to face. None overstate him. None alone can capture him. There's always more to know, always more to see, always more to enjoy. So back to point number one. God has many names that tell us something of who he is. Now, in front of you, you should have a wooden heart, a label. Now, they don't look like labels. They're like little rectangles or squares, but they are sticky labels and a pen. And we would just love you to write down. We're going to put a song on and we would just love you to write down that name, the name of God that is resonating with you most at the moment. So we're all going through different things in our lives and it's the name for God that resonates with you most at the moment. And I want you to put one on your label, so that name on your label and that same label, same name, sorry, on your heart. And the heart is for you to take home and the label is something we would love you to stick on um, a little display that we've got out there. And kids, we would love you to stick your big hearts on that display out there as well. There'll be girls to help you that, with that at the end. Okay, so just take some time now um, to reflect on what name of God resonates with you most at the moment. Number one, God has many names that tell us something of who he is. My point number two is that his names, by default, also tell us who we are. So his name, if his name is Father, we are his children. If his name is Provider, we are provided for. The healer, the healed. Saviour, we are saved. Friend, we are befriended. Comforter, we are comforted. Prince of Peace, he will give us peace even in the craziest of storms. The Shepherd, we are protected. Wonderful Counselor, 
we are heard, compassionate. He has a heart for us. Now, I could go on, but the names of God are so important because they mean something. If he is the provider, then we are provided for, and therefore we can come to him with all our needs, all our worries, as it says in Philippians 4, verse 19, my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory. If his name is Prince of Peace, then for all of those of us who struggle with anxiety or we feel worried or anxious about something, we have a God who can quiet those worries and a peace that surpasses all understanding. If God's name is Friend, then that means that we can come to him with absolutely anything. Be vulnerable with him. It means we can chat to him, walk with him, have fun with him, share our dreams with him. All those things that you can do with an earthly friend, but even more because he is not human and he will not let us down. If God's name is Saviour, then he has saved us and rescued us from all of our sins. All the rubbish that we do that is yucky, all the stuff that gets in our way with our relationship with God, he's rescued, it, rescued us from it all. And if that's the case, then we can live in freedom. And actually, when God spoke to me about the topic of our youth service being names, he actually put, put it on my heart to say something. And I felt him say that we need to be aware of the names that we call ourselves, that become like our name, our identity, and it's not the name that God wants for us. And as we walk through life, we will pick up names that people have called us. Uh, it may be the loud one or the shy one or anxious or moody or too forward. Or maybe it's the names that you call yourself. Ugly, not enough, talentless, a loner. The thing about Christ's many names is that they dispel every single one of those names that we call ourselves or that others have called us. They absolutely smash them to pieces. Because if we know who he is, then we know who we are. And we are totally free to walk in that freedom of who he says we are. And that, my friends, is the best life for any of us. And this moves me on to my third and final point. And that was the cue for the youth to always come up. So my third and final point. <laughs> How do we do that then? How do we walk in the freedom of knowing who we are? Well, firstly, it's about actually knowing who he is. And in the Bible, we get to see the many characteristics of Jesus, of God. We get to see how he is different things to different people at different times. And that can speak to us about who he is for our own personal situations. It's not an ancient book that doesn't speak into our lives today. We can read the Bible and it can be as easy as just looking out for when God interacts with people and seeing his character play out in different situations. So we need to be reading our Bibles. It's how we get to know him so much better. And in fact, if you are wondering what we're all wearing on our necks today, these are the names for, for God that the youth felt resonate with them at the moment. And they're just going to share their name and where in the Bible they felt the encouragement for this. Um, to encourage us all to read more of this fantastic book. So off you go, Jen. In fact, is this, is this on? No. Okay.
Um, John 14, 6. Jesus answered, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 3, 17. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. John ten eleven. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Isaiah 9, 6-7 For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be, be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, and of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing up and upholding it with justice and rightness. Righteousness from that time on and forever, zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Matthew one twenty one, and she will have a son, and you have to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. Titus 2.11 As long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world. Thank you, guys. Oh, sorry, sorry, I can't see the end of the line. Sorry, Ella. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil for you. You are the truth. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Yeah, well done, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Okay, so as the youth have shown you, reading our Bibles um, is point one of how to get to know him better. And secondly, it's about not letting your internal voice get louder than God's. Read the things he says about you and take those thoughts captive by using the name of God against them, using the names of God against them. And what that means is that when a thought comes that says, I'm ugly, Remembering God's name, the creator, who formed you in your mother's womb and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. It says that in Psalm 149 verse 14. It means that when a thought comes that says you are not enough, remembering that Christ is your saviour. Hello. God thought you were much more than enough and he loves you. And he, in fact, he sent his one and only son to die for you. And it says that in John 3, verse 16, you are enough. When thoughts come that say you don't have what they have, you can remember that he is the provider. And whether or not you feel like it, he pr promises to give you all the things that you need. Or maybe you think that God has given everyone else a path away, but not you then you can reflect on his name, Waymaker. Like we sang, he has a plan, a path for you, and he guides our steps, and he promises you. And he sa says that in, and in, sorry, and in Psalm 32, verse 8, it says he will instruct you and teach you in the way that you should go. He will counsel you with his eye upon you. He cares. Or if thoughts come that say, you think God can love you when you've messed up that much, then you can know 
his name, Redeemer, the one who forgives all um, and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses all of our sins. And it says that in 1 John 1, verse 7. We have to take those thoughts captive and instead focus on who God is and therefore who we are in him. In our lives, let us constantly remind ourselves of who God is, was and will continue to be and he is worthy of everything within us. And we're just going to have a time now of ministry and the youth would love to pray for anyone who um, feel, feels that they would like to get prayer for something. It could be something you're going, to, going, um, something going on in your lives right now. It could be something you've got coming up this week or it could be something that has struck a chord with you um, today. So we're just going to have, and I think Russ is going to, and Betty's going to sing. <laughs>